and welcome Let's back go. to episode 15 of the Tuned In Podcast. Um, glad yes, y'all are here. Exciting to talk about the jazz this week. Yeah, Scurfy, you could join us. We've got a lot of great things planned for our episode today. We're going to talk about our past week's games. Oh, yeah. Our next week's games. And we have lots of NBA news and jazz news to go over, including some trades, trade rumors, all-stars, possible new sports teams in Utah. We'll talk mm-hmm. about that all today. It's going to be Good old Ryan awesome Smith. Pod. Yeah, we've got a packed full episode. There's a lot of news that's happened over this week. And so um, around the league and around the jazz. So we're excited to get into it. And with that, um, if you're listening right now, go ahead and give us five stars on whatever podcast platform you use whether it's spotify or apple or wherever and go ahead and follow us on instagram at tuned in jazz and we'd love to hear your feedback and um, how you react to this episode yes great week all right well jumping right in you're gaining a lead on me a little bit yeah i'm i've been predicting pretty well i got two for one last week with predictions um but the jazz had a pretty Good week, even with two yeah. losses. I'd say so. Yeah, but maybe starting with the Rockets on his last Saturday. So it's been a little while since this game happened, but an overtime loss. Sengun was on fire. What did you watch this whole game? Or I watched a good chunk of it. Yeah, this was, it was a rough one. Uh, yeah, Alperin Sengun's going to be an All Star, I think, or he should be. He's in the mix. Yeah, he's in the <laughs> With mix. With Laurie and everybody else, they're he, all in the mix. Absolute ball dropped 37 on us. Um, Clarkson and Sexton, though, 33 for Clarkson, 28 for Sexton. Really good weeks for them, really good game for them. Yeah, I mean, we had a g- good chance of winning this in regulation. Yeah. Um, I, I can't remember who shot it. I think it was Colin Sexton had, like, a double clutch shot. Oh, yeah. At the end of regulation, that could have ended the game, but yeah. unfortunately it didn't. We had a lead at overtime that we blew but just all everything went the rockets way at the end to where we kind of choked it away um but there's there's still a lot of things we could have done better throughout the game um we had 17 turnovers to their seven Mm -hmm. so we lost the turnover battle we didn't play super well to start the game we kind of had a had to come back for a good chunk of it but yeah jordan clarkson was consistent the whole game he was doing great yeah, he was. One thing is also stuck out to me was uh, Chris Dunn. Was he didn't have great numbers, but he was plus seventeen on the floor. Interesting. And uh, I know plus minus isn't like a. It's not a perfect basketball stat. There's definitely some deceiving plus minuses out there, but I do think Chris Dunn's a guy that gives us value when he's on the floor, even if he's he not scoring. Have, he must have played some good minutes when we came back in the second half because we were yeah. down first half and we clawed our way back and i think he was, yeah. he definitely was on the court for some of that yeah um really good piece but rest. just kind of unfortunate wish we could have won this game or maybe had a buzzer beater with colin sexton but yeah. it is what it is laurie still played well too tw- um 22 points for him and three yeah. three pointers but moving on <laughs> yeah it's good for the our young guys to have that Overtime experience. I know we've had a couple already, yeah. but it's good experience for us. We'll take the moral victory there maybe yeah. a little bit. Rockets are one of the most surprising teams for me this year. Yeah. They were so bad last year. So yeah, Lots of young teams rising up in the NBA right now. It's really it's good to yeah. see. Change of the guard. I think if we played them in the play-in, I think that'd be a pretty exciting game. That would be exciting, yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, we had a couple days break. 
between Saturday and Tuesday, NBA-wise, that's a pretty big break. Um, and then we played the New Orleans Pelicans in New Orleans, and we allowed them to drop 153 points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... That's in this game. We, we should definitely just address how bad the team was this game. I think, Horrible. I think we're allowed to have a few bad games here and there, but yeah. this one was awful. Just... Terrible. It's terrible when you see 153 points dropped on your head. Yeah, pretty bad. Yeah, I don't know what any any why. I know I didn't watch the fully like what happened this game or like why we dropped 150. They dropped 153, but is there anything that you see like as to why we we got destroyed this game? Well, I will say one trend I've been noticing in the NBA this year is just a lack of defense in general. Like. <laughs> Right. Um, last night, we'll talk about Luca here in a second, but I think his team almost scored 160, allowed 150 points. Jazz have had a couple of those games this year where we've allowed like 140. We scored 140, and uh, so I, maybe uh, the team's script writers just decided defense wasn't our thing this year in the NBA. But also, I think the Pelicans could be a very good team when they're healthy, like we saw mm-hmm. on Tuesday. So. Interestingly enough, our whole team was minus and plus minus, mm. except for Chris Dunn, who's a plus two while he's on the court. Okay. So, interesting, because we were just talking about him in the Rockets. Yeah. But CJ McCollum had 33 points. He's starting to heat up this year. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Ingram with 18, Zion with 17, Herb Jones with 22. Their yeah. whole team was, was dominant, um, so it was kind of a team win for them. Lowry went... Four for fifteen. We were talking just before this. That's it's going to be hard for us to win games if yeah. Flowers hitting only four that's, shots. That's definitely a big reason why we lost too. Yeah, but on a brighter note, we turn around on Thursday, got a win. We didn't let the the losing streak slide for very long. Hey, I I was surprised. You predicted that we were going to lose against the Wizards. Ah, I did. I and did. I mean, it wasn't pretty the whole game. I'll be honest, but we did pull away. It was a pretty good win. Yeah, it was. John Collins mm-hmm. had 22 and 16. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very big reason why we won this game, as well as Laurie with, um, I think he had a season high in assists of five, a season high of three-pointers with six. Mm. So really good game for Laurie for sure, especially from three-point. Yeah, 29 points, six threes. We could, yeah. we, it would be fun to see Laurie uh, make it three-point contest appearance i don't know if if they would allow it but he's doing really he hits a lot of threes one thing i noticed walker kessler's kind of just been under the radar struggling he barely had any stats this game Mm. um but played a good amount of minutes um hopefully everything's okay with him but yeah hasn't been a great he's been kind of quiet he did play pretty good defense against well he did score a lot but alfred sangoon against the rockets he had some good defensive possessions, and the refs were blowing every whistle. But yeah, that's tough. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't really see too much from him the last two games. But yeah, it is what it is. I think this was John Collins' night. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I agree. Uh, another thing that stood out to me: Clarkson, Olenek both had nineteen off the bench. Very good from them. This is they're trying yeah. to up their trade value. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's just <laughs> it's just uh, helping the Jazz and probably helping them. I guess getting a better situation, hopefully. <laughs> Yeah, but overall, um, wish we could have got a win against the Rockets so close. Yeah. Took care of business against Wizards, so 
Um, we're we're still 500. We're at 23 wins, 23 losses. Yeah. So that puts us in the 10th seed, tied with the Lakers, and it puts us two and a half games behind the Mavericks in the eighth seed. And they're five games above 500, so we have a little bit of ground to make up. We want to pass them. Yeah. But that's a lot better than when we started the season. So I'll take, yeah. I'll take a 10 seed for right now. Yeah, we're not in a bad spot. We'll just keep building forward. Who, uh, who was your player of the week this week? It's a little bit of a Ooh. tough decision this week. Yeah, so I was sitting down trying to think who could be the player of the week. Um, this was a very balanced week. It was. No, not really one guy had a consistently good week um, with, with all three of the games, but um, I just gave it to John Collins, mm, especially like with the Wizards game with his 22-16. and 16. Love nice. to see that. And he played decent in the other two games. He didn't do a ton against the Rockets, but he had a pretty decent game against the Pelicans. But yeah, like it was that. it was really a toss up, but had to give it to him. Yeah, I like I like that John Collins has found a spot on our team, or it seems so at least for the time being. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never know where we'll be in a couple weeks. Uh, I picked. Uh, don't mean to be a broken record or anything, but I picked Colin Sexton. I've just been yeah. Really impressed with, you know, whether we're playing really bad or really good, he's just always, he's always just calling Sexton. He plays his game. You know, he's been scoring fairly consistently for us. Mm-hmm. He, uh, the Pelicans game wasn't great, but I think he still led us in points. Um, yeah. And just he's just an energy guy, you know. If like, we did a player of the month, um, which we haven't, but Colin Sexton would be that guy. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He's average like 25 a game during our win streak and yeah i do not mind having him be that for this week yes He's doing well. absolutely he means a lot to this team well kind of looking forward to this upcoming week we've got four games before our next pod um one of them's tonight against the charlotte hornets in um charlotte Ooh. so let's yeah let's give our predictions who who do you have for this game okay um I think it's going to be a good week for the Jazz, and I think it's all going to mm-hmm. start with a win tonight in uh, New Orleans. Or not New Orleans, sorry, Charlotte. Sweet. I got a win as well, but uh, what makes you say that? Um, I just think I've heard a lot of trade rumors around the Hornets. They also just made a trade, um, obviously. Rozier. Yeah, and I, I didn't actually see who they got back, but... I, either way, I think they're going to be trying to figure some things out. Um, yeah. And we might be able to take advantage, so take a win. Yeah, I think the Hornets haven't been, really been too well, and they've been doing too well, and they've been dealing with a lot of injuries. As of right now, they have no injuries, so um, you never really know. We'll see, but we both got a win. Yes. Oh, they got Kyle Lowry back. So Yeah, I think they're planning on flipping him, too. Yeah, I think that's going to be a buyout guy, so... Yeah. Okay, what about Monday in Brooklyn? You got in that game. I've also got a win. Nice. Okay. Uh, yeah, Sweet I mean the Nets. The, Bridges Brothers, the huh? Nets have been really disappointing going into the season when we were making our predictions for our sleeper teams. Yeah, I picked the Nets. <laughs> yeah, um, and I I don't know. I thought that they could be a really good defensive team, but it just hasn't been good. Yeah. Um, I haven't been impressed at all, so I I think we can take care of business there. I think so too. I got, I've also got a win. I think this is going to be another one of those really high scoring games. Um, 
I agree with you though. I kind of they have a lot of really really nice pieces like Cam Thomas's balled out at certain points. Mikael Bridges, we already knew is kind of a baller. You know they've got just a ton of guys that yeah. could that could hoop. Obviously Royce O'Neal, the legend. Um, but they just like have, can't put it together like who they are. It seems like they don't have an identity. So yeah, they also have some injuries with. Cam Johnson's been out for a while. Oh, yeah. Um, he's a big piece for them. I don't know. It says he's out for the next game for personal reasons, so I don't know. Maybe he'll mm. be back for the Jazz. And I have heard that Ben Simmons might be returning mm. when we play them, so don't um, we, might, we might need to be afraid he, he'll get his six points <laughs> and six assists. So Yes. Don't hold your breath, though, if you're waiting for Ben Simmons to come back from an injury. Cause I I actually had high hopes for Ben Simmons this year, but too. he hasn't shown us anything yet. Yes, the last two seasons I've drafted Ben Simmons on my fantasy basketball team. So you're a believer. Well, I was more of a it was more of a late round gamble, just like I was gonna win the season by drafting him when nobody else was paying attention, but it just hasn't worked out for me so far. Yeah, so. so hopefully <laughs> his return isn't too impactful yeah, so hopefully not. Uh, okay that then back to back we're playing but we're finishing off our series with both new york teams yep so we are playing the knicks on tuesday in madison square garden yes Who you got? um i think that this is going to be our loss of the week not to give away my later pick but i can see us dropping this game it seems like we've Struggled with athletic guards and Jalen Brunson's just balling out of the season, so he's killed us before. <laughs> yeah, and on a the back end of a back to back on the road, I'll just I think we take the loss here. Okay, we might have the same predictions this week, but yeah. I also got a loss. Okay, Knicks have been on fire. Yeah, they have. They also got um, OG Ananobi, and since then they've been rolling. Mm-hmm. Maybe to also add their home record Da-da-da, is fifty. 15 and 5 Ooh. at home so they haven't lost a whole lot. Okay. So yeah. both we both got a loss. They're pretty good. Yeah. And then we end our week on Thursday against the 76ers, the Red Hot 76ers at home. What do you think? Okay. I've got a win. Okay. I think we come back to the Delta Center and we defend it. Yeah. Um we got a day's break and we've been so good at home. Let's let's beat them. I also have a win, and I'm also going to add a prediction on there that this is going to be a great game for Walker Kessler. I just have a feeling. Oh, I hope so. I have a feeling he's going to play well defensively because 76ers play around the rim a lot. Maxie and Embiid both go to the rim a lot. So if he stays out of foul trouble, which is hard mm-hmm. against Embiid. I don't think – I think we're going to have to try and build the wall similar to Giannis. Yeah. Embiid just throw as many bodies as we can and hope that, hope that Tobias Harris – just has an off night. Yeah. <laughs> and all those other shooters that they have. So, yeah. Um, it was nice last game, last time we played them, Embiid wasn't playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we caught a break, but this time I'm, I'm assuming he'll be there. So, hopefully, a good week for the Jazz. We both got them going three and one. Mm-hmm. That would be good for us for playoff seating and get us a little better position. Yeah, jump up past the Lakers a little bit, hopefully, this week. Yeah. Um, in Jazz news, I'm going to take a little trip to the Jazz rumor mill here. We've got a couple of guys who've been floated out there as jazz, jazz trade targets. Um, the first one being Quentin Grimes. I haven't heard this one. Where to... Yeah, I've, I mean, 
I've gotten a couple notifications throughout the week just uh-huh. that the Jazz are among maybe three teams that have shown interest mm. in trading for Quentin Grimes. Um, he hasn't had a great season this year, and he kind of just wants out of New York. Yeah. And so I think they're, they would probably be willing to give him up for not too much because he kind of doesn't fit there right now. So no. um, we've got some other players that we could swap, and um, we'll see if the Jazz end up getting him. I think he would fit really well. Yeah. Um, with his, he's a great shooter and he hustles and plays defense. So yeah, yeah, I wouldn't mind that pickup at all. I've heard, I actually did hear. I got a notification about the Knicks being interested in Clarkson. So it would be interesting mm-hmm. to see if he'd be included in I, that trade. I had heard in that in that same rumor that they were under the impression to get Clarkson, teams are teams would have to give up a valuable piece. That's what they're saying. Man, I love Danny <laughs> um, Ainge. You, you, can't, you can't pry Clarkson away too easily is kind of what they're saying. So Man. I don't know how much the Knicks are going to be willing to give up, but I, I like that because Clarkson's not getting paid too much, and so a lot of these contending teams look at his contract, and they get excited because they, they can't afford too much, <laughs> and he's on a good deal. So, Man, I think Danny Ainge picked the wrong profession because he would be a really good car, car salesman, I think, <laughs> He gets what oh, he wants that. and nothing less. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, another rumor I heard, a couple, but one that I heard just yesterday was that the Jazz are among teams interested in Miles Bridges. Interesting. What are your thoughts on that one? I Is it Miles or Mikel? Miles. Miles. I don't like it. Just, I don't, I don't know if you know, like, I don't remember exactly what he did to get banned from the NBA a couple of years ago, but I just, I want... I don't know if he's the guy I want on our team, just with yeah. the kind of person he's, he is off the court. But For those that don't know, I believe it was domestic violence. Yeah. That's what he got charged with. He was suspended by the NBA for like 20-something games, I believe. I think he's been violent to like a girlfriend or yeah, and it somebody was, in his life. It was but. pretty bad. He was away from his team for a while. I'm not... Even outside of all that, I'm not really sure what his fit with the Jazz is. I don't understand. Yeah, he he doesn't like strike me as a Jazz player either. No, just with the kind of person he is. So yeah. I'm good. Yeah, one <laughs> nice thing about him is I was looking into it, and he actually has a no trade clause. So hopefully, oh. hopefully he uses <laughs> good on that. Him. Good on him. Hopefully he uses that and tries to stay away from Utah because we are good. <laughs> we'll pass. And then the last trade rumor. This guy's been in trade rumors for every team. Yep. <laughs> um, DeJounte Murray. Um, what would you be willing to give up for DeJounte Murray? DeJounte. And do you think we even need him on our team? Well, part of the rumor I heard was that the Hawks wanted two picks and a starter. And I don't know if I want to give up that for DeJounte Murray. Does Chris Dunn count as a starter? We could give up Chris Dunn. Chris Dunn and two picks. Come on, Atlanta. I think we need more contracts in there, though, because I think yeah, I don't think the contracts would match up. Yeah, to make that match, you might probably... have to give up Olenek too. Yeah, maybe THT. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I don't know. I I wouldn't I wouldn't give up a lot. I'm not giving up two picks for him though. That's for sure. Maybe a package of two or three players. I wouldn't mind sending, but I don't know. What would you take for him? You know, I I don't think I'm willing to give up two picks. But maybe we could do like one and then like a swap. Because, mm, yeah. Like the Hawks and us are probably going to be similar in our win totals, anyways. So if we yeah. swap, it's no biggie. Yeah, it's not bad. So maybe one one pick and then a pick swap, and we'll give you uh, one or two of our players. Yeah. If yeah. anything, the Hawks need defense. 
So I don't think they'd be as interested in Clarkson or THT. Um, cause they're, and I know Quinn Snyder loves defense, so I think they would be interested in Chris Dunn or um, one of our defenders. Yeah. Yeah, we would love to hear what your jazz trade rumors are if you want to start one we're totally okay with that in our comment section mm-hmm. we'll uh we'll totally hype you up about it um and also just let us know what do you think of these trade rumors would you buy it on any of these players what would you give up for should we trade for should royce o'neill back yeah <laughs> <laughs> nah nah i'm kidding i'm kidding <laughs> but yeah let us know in the comments we would love to hear your thoughts on this as well amazing um another piece of jazz news is uh one that we are all most likely excited about, and that that is that the Jazz are officially um, scrapping the highlighter yellow jerseys for the rest of the 23-24 season. And my question is, why now? (laughs) (laughs) It's because we're starting to win games. (laughs) It must be. It's just weird to me. I, I love it. I'm so grateful for it, but it's like they had such a poor feedback to it almost immediately after they released them and it's like why did it take a year and a half (laughs) and and then just in the middle of the season where now we're done i don't know it's weird yeah it looks like the majority of our games fallen um till the end of this regular season will be using the white jerseys Mm -hmm. um the black ones as well so those at least 10 plus for each of those those will be most of our games and then we'll do the the new mountain jerseys and the old classic kind of 80s jerseys. Yeah. Um, love the purple ones. I think those are my favorite. But yeah. um, apl- that, that is something to applaud. Yes. yes I'm good excited. For you, Ryan Smith. It's, it's time to get rid of them. I think we should just associate those yellow jerseys with losing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was looking just on the Jazz Team Store to see like what the cheapest jerseys are on there. Uh-huh. And you could get right now, if you wanted, a Nickel Alexander Walker jersey that's okay. bright yellow for like Shoot. $30. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> or I think you could get a Mike Conley one too. Really? Oh, sure. So if you, you want to get those yellow jerseys, um, now's the time because they're going to be gone. Yeah. <laughs> those are two nice low-key players you could probably get away with. So mm-hmm. there you go. <laughs> Anyway, well, kind of turning to some NBA news around the league, we've got a we've got quite a bit of it. Yeah, we do. Um, let's start off actually with just the big games that have happened. Yeah, Town Carl Anthony Towns had a sixty-two point game. Um, I can't remember who who they were playing, but they lost. They did. <laughs> I think it was to the Hornets actually. Yep. So maybe tonight. Hopefully, they're not on anything, but. 62 points in a loss. Devin Booker, 62 points in a loss to the Pacers. Yep. Uh, and then Embiid, 70, and Luka last night, 73. Which is the fourth highest scoring game ever, which is crazy. Uh, yeah, I mean, what's your reaction to this? Are, are these games, like, legit? Or are we just, like, is the NBA just, is this a normal thing for us now? Well, I'll say, I think Towns and Booker's, are they're both in the same category for me of, like, very selfish games. They got what they wanted. Carl Anthony Towns in the fourth quarter, I believe I saw a stat. He was like 2-10, and ten and they benched the, him halfway through the fourth quarter. He probably could have got to 70 if they were wanted to let him just keep shot-chucking. Um, but Embiid and Luka, incredible talent. Like, Embiid was like 
on that 70 points, which is wild. Yeah, he was scoring towards the beginning of the game, too. And if they yeah. were in it, he could have scored more. Oh, yeah. And Luka was like 25 for 33, which is like 75%, which is just... Absurd. Wild. Those guys are incredible. Like, that's winning basketball. Like, they were just taking shots. Yeah. They were they were scoring to win, and that's yeah, incredible. And I, I only watched, like, the last two minutes of Luka's game, uh-huh. and... He could have taken more yeah. shots, and he made the right basketball play. He made a couple passes to his teammates, and they scored. Yep. And it was they could have easily lost that game. They only won by like four or five. Yeah. And so him not being selfish, he was still passing. He had seven assists in the game. Yeah. So I wish he would have had a couple more because then he would have had a. I think he was like seventy three, ten, and seven. Yeah, and he was. He, he could have probably had the first seventy point triple double. Ridiculous. Which is just wild absolutely wild i'll be honest i don't i'm glad that he was not being a selfish player but uh i don't i don't know how i feel about him like trash talking on the court he, yeah he gets into it he does get into he it. gets into it a lot so he does yeah it's a it's a good time to be an nba fan i saw a, a graphic which is kind of interesting and it was showing in the 90s 2000s and 2010s there was like four or five 60-point games. Like, there wasn't yeah. that many. And then, or maybe it was 70-point games. And then since last year, including Dame and Donovan's, there was, there's been like six or yeah. seven just in the last year. Yeah, we get two in two weeks and beating Luka last year, kind of similar with Dame and, and Donovan. Yeah, those are pretty close together, Devin too. Booker, when he had his 70-point game like a few years ago, that was a pretty big deal. That was a huge deal, yeah. That was kind of the first one since Kobe's. Yeah. NBA is changing. Different yeah. game. Pace has gone up. Yeah. Um, but it's exciting. It is. Um, some other news. Um, the Bucks fired their coach, Adrian Griffin. We might have seen this coming yeah. with a lot of things throughout the year. And they, they went and hired Doc Rivers. Yeah. Um, and seems pretty exciting. I don't know how you feel, but I think this is a good decision. Mm-hmm. Just from the reports that I've heard around the team with Adrian Griffin, but, I mean, do you have any thoughts about this? Is there anything else that you've heard about it? Well, I haven't been paying that close of attention to the Bucks, to be honest. But it, it was a little surprising. They're 30-13 and 13 when they fired him. But now reading some of these reports, it sounds like he wasn't a big... Nobody in that locker room was a big fan of him. Mm-hmm. And that may not mean anything now, 50 games in, but it's going to mean something in April during the playoffs, yeah. so... Yeah, I've, I've kind of done a little bit of digging to see, like, why they fired him. Um, one thing that's interesting to note, um, I don't know if you remember the Cavaliers in the 2016 season, um, but they fired their coach. That was Bron's first year back, right? Yeah, they, yeah. Were, they had pretty much the same record as the Bucks right now, doing really well, but they fired David Blatt. Oh, that's right. And they hired Tyron Lue. And well, that they was LeBron's second season. And they right. went on to win the championship that year. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I don't know how you feel about this Bucks team, but I think Giannis could do the same thing Yeah. Um, with Doc Rivers. But Doc Rivers has been known to blow 3-1 leads with the Clippers, and yeah. in the playoffs he isn't always the best at making adjustments, but he's a really solid coach. Yeah. Um, another thing to add, the Jazz could have been a contributor of this. Remember when we had our big win yeah. against the Bucks? Um, pr- 
a couple, not too far before that game, Giannis had publicly said that they need to be coached better. Yeah. And then they go on to, to lose four out of five games, one of them being to the Jazz and they're in Milwaukee. So things have been kind of brewing over time. Yeah. Um, the Bucks' defense has been terrible. Giannis has been frustrated. The locker room's been frustrated. Mm-hmm. And it finally happened. Um, yeah. But it'll be interesting to see how Doc Rivers does. He's, um, of course, he, he's got all the experience yeah. um, available. And yeah, he has been a championship coach before with the Celtics. Yeah. So. I, I think right now they're just trying to keep Giannis happy like obviously in the off season we saw him make comments that made you think that maybe he's already thinking about moving on mm-hmm. so this is probably them trying to keep him happy and also i think doc rivers might have just been their best option um i he's not my favorite yeah. hire for them but i think they had talked to kenny atkinson too of the warriors yeah. but he's already on a staff right now yeah. so. and also bill belichick only coaches football and <laughs> saban's retiring so I think this might just be their only option. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, Doc Rivers is great. I'm, I'm excited for him as a, as a coach and yeah. to see what they do. Yeah, it'll be awesome. I, I think the Bucks think are on a time clock right now. They are. Their their roster is pretty old, and yeah, they need to. It's kind of championship or bust for them right now. It is. Yeah, Dame won't stay, and Giannis has kind of told him they're on their last thread here. So yeah. Well, uh, a trade that's happened this week, not as big as last week. Last week we had a bunch of trades, but this week uh, Terry Rozier goes over to the Heat. We talked about a little in exchange for Kyle Lowry and a 2027 first-round pick. Um, yeah, I mean, the Heat could be bad in 2027. Yeah, that's a, I, that's um, a good pick for both protected, teams. protected, though. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. But it says if it doesn't convey... Then in 2028, it would be unprotected. Mm, interesting. So, that's pretty good. The protection thing makes things complicated, I realize, with all these jazz picks. I was trying to yeah. decipher them last night, and it makes things quite interesting to, to deal with. But yeah, good trade. I think uh, he fits the heat. Yeah, Terry Rozier's been having one of his best seasons. He's, nobody yeah. watches Hornets games, so nobody really knows, but he's averaging like 20-something points a game. Yeah, they needed to move off that Lowry contract the hornets are also probably going to buy him out yeah i think they're even going to just try and flip him real quick in another trade so yeah i think the pistons should jump on that they've got so much empty cap space oh yeah that'd be a good trade for them yeah so good heat good trade all around yeah i mean who wins this trade for you or is it pretty good for both teams i like it for the heat but i would say that the hornets won the trade i think that um they can move, they can buy him out, which saves them some salary cap. Um, they get a pick, and I think that they can start rebuilding a little bit better. I don't like the yeah. way that they've kind of built around LaMelo. And I think they'll still build around LaMelo, but they Brandon can... Brandon Miller's been really in. good, right? Yeah. So. so moving guys like Miles Bridges and Terry Rozier is kind of the first step in getting in a better spot, yeah. I think so. Yeah, I think especially if they're able to flip Kyle Lowry for something else then that would, I think that's perfect for them. Absolutely. I also like this trade a lot for the Heat. Yeah. Um, they're always pretty good on defense, and they mm-hmm. need some scoring. So, yeah, they do. Um, between yeah. Terry Rozier and um, Tyler Hero, they're going to have oh. a lot of scoring for yeah. most of every game. So if that could honestly be the difference maker for them to win a playoff series. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And with Bam on the floor, you're always de- at least decent defensively. So Yeah. 
Yeah. So pretty good trade for both teams. Yeah, not bad. Um, then one last bit of NBA news. The All-Star starters have been announced and pretty close to what we had expected. Yes, close. Um, so just reading off the West first, um, Shea and Luca. Um, we're at the guard spots, just like we had predicted. And then KD, LeBron, and Jokic at the forwards. I personally had Kawhi Leonard as kind of another forward mm, in there. Yeah. I don't know if you did too, but I have not complained at all with KD. He's still having a really good season. Yeah. Even though they're not winning as many games as they might like. Yeah, I think, I think they got this one right. LeBron and KD... Unfortunately for some of these other younger guys are just staples. Yeah. And so. the Suns have been climbing the standings too. They have, they're yeah. seven games above five hundred in the sixth spot, so they're kinda of sneakily Yeah. Climbing. And then the East, um, the surprise here is that Damian Lillard made the starters. Mm-hmm. Um so it's Damon Tyrese Halliburton. And then as the forwards, no surprise, um Jason Tatum, Giannis, and Joel Embiid. Yeah. So, I, I guess, think, who did you have in that other guard spot where Dame, Dame's in there? Well, I had Trey Young, who finished fourth in voting for that spot. Um, but I also think Donovan Mitchell... Honestly, Donovan Mitchell's been on a tear since we did our predictions. He yeah. might have had a really good case to And Tyrese Maxey, I... He's kind of cooled off since the beginning of the season, yeah. but he's still been really good. I honestly, um, yeah, I... I think Dame would have been an all-star, in my opinion. I think I had him on my all-star, but not as a starter. I don't love that yeah. pick. I think there's like four or five guys that serve it probably more than him. But Yeah, that's just I think opinion. personally I probably would have put Jalen Brunson or Donovan Mitchell, kind of yeah. whatever, you, whatever you're feeling. But yeah. I love Dame, so not complaining. Yeah, not bad. That, that front court is like the easiest pick of any. Yeah, they're all MVP candidates. Yeah. The, the, Makes sense. The Top third... Highest voter vote getter was Embiid, and and then the next is Jalen Brown, and that's like a huge gap of talent. Like I I love Jalen Brown, but it's that's like Celtics fans are crazy with voting. They they got yeah, their they guys. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, the last week of the season, uh-huh. I kept putting like a reminder on my phone to vote for Lowry. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if any other Jazz fans do that, but I I think I voted for him like five or six times to to end the week but he he still didn't get as much love no um it'll be interesting to see if he makes it he's very much on the bubble yeah and no jazz guys getting any love nobody even showed up in the top 10 Mm -mm. i think markinen's probably maybe he's top 15 if they show it but yeah he'll get he'll get some coaches votes i think Oh yeah, for reserves. So hopefully it's enough. I hope. Yeah, nobody's gotten injured either. So no, yeah. If there's a couple more injuries, I'd be more confident in him. Reserve, yeah. But it's hard to say. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So that's our starters. We're excited to talk about reserves when they come out. I believe mm-hmm. that's this week sometime. I don't remember when. Yeah. Sometime this week on TNT they usually come out. Um. Before we talk about like some local sports, Super Bowl's coming up two yes, weeks a- two yes. weeks away, I believe. Be who, uh, who uh, do you have winning this Sunday to go to the Super Bowl? Well, let's see. So Ra- it's Ravens Chiefs. and Chiefs. Yeah, I I think I kind of have the obvious picks. I think the Ravens are gonna win. Okay. There and then it's Forty ers Lions. Oh, nice. Um, as much as I 
might want to see the Lions. I, I picked the 49ers to win it all. So. Oh, nice. Okay, that's fair. I, um, I'm a big Ravens fan, actually. So Kyle Van Noy's on there, too. Yeah, and he, yeah, and so, and I also, I'm not going to hit on Taylor Swift, but I think the Ravens are the only thing keeping us from having to look at Taylor Swift every five minutes <laughs> during the Super Bowl. So I'm going to be rooting hard for my Ravens this week. They're going to win, of course. And I would love to see the Lions in the Super Bowl, but I think it's going to be Ravens, Niners. Yep. And I got the Ravens winning, of course. I got to roll with my boys, so. So we'll see. Then, then the color conspiracy would be true. Yeah. With the true. purple and red. But yep. it'll be good. It'll be good. Yeah. And then now kind of getting into some local sports, one thing I wanted to bring up was um, that Ryan Smith, the owner of the Jazz, mm-hmm. he's been kind of talking on Pat McAfee's podcast, and there's been some legislation coming out about um, Utah making a bid for an NHL hockey team mm-hmm. in Salt Lake. Have you been hearing about this? What what are kind of your thoughts about that? I have, yeah. I heard, actually, that they already sent a formal application to start expansion, the NHL. The, the sad thing to me, the NHL kind of put out a statement, and the statement said something like... Um, they like praised Salt Lake, and then they said, "We'll we'll take it into consideration, and we'll keep considering it." It's like, mm-hmm. oh, that doesn't sound like a promising thing, but it's possible reading into that too much. But that would be awesome. I would love to see that. Yeah, maybe I'll I'll add in some quotes from this article I found. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of talking about it. Um, so here's what Ryan Smith says. He's pretty passionate about it. He said during during an appearance on a Canadian hockey podcast last year. Smith said that he believes hockey is mesmerizing a lot of people right now. The growth of it, he sees a potential for Salt Lake team to emulate the high success of the league's latest expansion efforts in Seattle and Las Vegas. Um, the Vegas Golden Knights, who were founded in 2017, won the Stanley Cup. And so, and then now the Seattle Kraken made a deep playoff run in 2023 as a brand new team. And so he thinks that the, uh, the Salt Lake NHL hockey team could be successful pretty fast like these other teams have been and i want to ask you if hypothetically if the salt lake did have its own hockey team would you watch their games how much of a fan would you be in hockey if they came here oh man i think i would be a fan i really would i think the hard thing for me with some sports is that i don't have any reason to be invested like hockey i would love to be a hockey fan but I just don't have a team. There's no team around me. Like, I get, when I was a kid, I used to go to Grizzlies games. I grew up mm-hmm. in West Valley, so I was right there. And I loved watching the Grizzlies. I would cheer super hard for them. Um, and so I just think if there was a team attached to Utah, like, I would buy in. And I think a lot of people would buy in. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Would you watch it? Yeah, most definitely. I think it's coming from someone who I, I don't even think I've watched a hockey game ever. Yeah. <laughs> Um, to be honest, I bet a lot of people can relate to that. But if the Jazz or if Utah got its own hockey team, I think I would ch- at least I would give it one season where I'd try and get all in. Oh, yeah. Um, I'd try and go to a couple games, yeah. learn the players, learn the league a little bit. And I think it'd be fun. Oh, it'd um, be so, so fun. And I, I think Ryan Smith was also talking about potentially having like a junior jazz hockey league oh, that'd be for sick. kids as well. I think that would be so cool. That would be dope. Um, 
And so it, I don't know if when I was a kid, if that was something available, I think I might have might have tried to do that. But yeah, that's so dope. Utah's got uh, along that same vein. I don't know if you saw it, but there's a couple of billboards going up across the Salt Lake, across I-15, and they all say Salt Lake wants the Oakland A's. Interesting. So, oh, that's interesting. And so apparently a couple of weeks ago, the Oakland A's are trying to find a spot to play their games while they wait for their arena to be done in Las Vegas. And one of the places that they toured was the uh, Salt Lake Bees new arena that's going yeah. up in, I think it's like Daybreak or something. And so that it's either here or Sacramento that they're considering playing, and it'll be kind of a trial run to see if Utah can handle an MLB, MLB team. So Interesting. lots of growth with sports here in Utah that might be coming very soon. I also add in NHL the Phoenix Coyotes. I think oh, that's yeah. the team, right? Uh-huh. They currently play in the Arizona State um, University like hockey rink. Oh. So they don't even really have their own yeah. arena. Um, they haven't had a lot of fans. They're kind of struggling yeah. financially. So um, it would make a lot of sense for them to move to Utah. So another, so maybe the A's temporarily, maybe the Arizona Coyotes. Yeah, we have the, uh, the Maverick Center's already set up for hockey. Also, yeah. BYU doesn't um, have a hockey team anymore. They've hosted hockey games in the Delta Center, and they're yeah. able to do that, too. We have Olympic facilities. Exactly. We've got tons Potentially of Potentially the Olympics in 2028, 2026, mm-hmm. yeah. something like that. Yeah, we're we're set up to to host these teams and to be successful at it. We've got the fans too. If people yeah. outside of Utah only knew how crazy this BYU Utah rivalry was and how we come together to support the Jazz, it's just absolutely yeah. wild. And Utah is one of the the highest growing states right now. Yeah, maybe we can kind of chill with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're good now. We'll we're see. we're fine with where we're at right now. But bring some um, sports teams. Yeah, and if we can get a baseball and hockey team, that'd be cool. That would be dope. Yeah. Anyway. Um, as we speak, uh, we just left the BYU arena like hour and a half ago, maybe, yeah. maybe two hours ago. Cougs got the win against Texas. Oh, we yeah. Lost to Houston earlier in the week, but that's just Big 12 basketball. Yeah. Crazy, crazy yeah, conference. Any, any, anyone in the Big 12 can win on any night. Oh, yeah. It's just the talent's so spread out. Yeah. Um, but a good win for your BYU today. I think both of those games were packed it's yeah. a full capacity. I think every ticket sold. So when you're yeah. in the when you're in the Marriott Center with eighteen thousand people cheering on the Cougars, oh. it's it's a good experience. Like Winner loss. So, and uh, I saw a prediction for the March Madness tournament that had four Utah teams, including BYU, Utah, oh. Utah State, What's and the, Weber State. Weber, who's interesting, um, currently at the top of their conference. If they if they win their conference, then they'll be a lock. So that like would be. That. That'd be cool to see four Utah teams in there. I don't know. Has we'll Weber State happens. ever made it? I don't think um, I've ever seen them in there. I've seen them once. I've, I'm trying to think what that center that the Jazz drafted's name was. It was the year right before that. The Jazz drafted a center out of Weber State, 30th pick. Oh, shoot. I can't remember his name. If you remember his name. Yeah, I commented on her Instagram. Yeah. Yes. But I think that was the last time, and that was maybe 10 years ago. Be my guess. Did Dame Lillard ever make it? It's a good question. I, I so I'm looking at website here, mm-hmm. and it says the last time they've made it was 2016. Okay, I believe, was... and they were a fifth seed, fifteenth seed 
And they actually also made it in 2014 as a 16th seed. Um, but I don't know if they, they've won two, two games and lost six in their history. Oh, yes. So. Oh, yeah, that was the play year I was thinking of 2016 because they jazz drafted Joel Ballenboy. Ah, that, I heard, that's a name I haven't heard yeah. in a while. With the 52nd pick. I thought it was a first-round pick, but a second-round pick. Right. So kind of interesting. Yeah. So now I finally pulled it up. The Weber State has lost five in a row in, in the NCAA tournament in the Dang. past 25 years. Dang. That's, that's <laughs> tough because they're probably always like a 16 or yeah. 15 seed. The highest they ever got was a 12th seed. Oh, really? That's still a tough spot. they lost to Wisconsin in the first round. Oh, but man. Yeah. Anyways. That's tough. Good time to be a Utah sports fan, yeah, as always. Yeah, we might get four teams. March Madness is brewing. Um, we got about a month and a half before we can get into that, too. It is. It's a good time. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We're grateful that you spend your time listening mm-hmm. and hopefully thinking about the jazz with us. We'd love to hear your comments again on our Instagram. Make sure to follow our Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Share it with a friend. We'd love to have some new people come in and share their thoughts with us. Yeah, and we'll we'll catch up. We'll catch everyone next Saturday for our next episode. We'll go over these week's games and um, get ready for All Star break um, and see yes, what kinds of things we can talk about leading into that and also the upcoming trade deadline. So, um, thank you, everyone, and take care. Be safe.